The time has now come for us all to do more. A quarter of the world's population is now living under some form of lockdown due to coronavirus. You must stay at home. Everyone, I think, does have to prepare for uh, a significant period when these measures are still in place. You should not be meeting friends. If your friends ask you to meet, you should say no. You should say no. Welcome to Quarantine, the podcast, or our attempt at a podcast, where me, Maddie, and me, Felix, discuss life under lockdown. Coming up on the show today, we try to find some of the positive effects of lockdown. We discuss 5G conspiracy theories, spoiler, none of them are true, and Eamon Holmes' latest blunder. And we're talking about the other pandemic that's affecting all of us, the swathes of fake news that's hit WhatsApp. First though, how are you doing, Mads? I'm alright, I'm good. Under circumstances, I am pretty good. How are you? Yeah, me too. I've um, rediscovered Michael Bublé today, so... Wow! It's going, it's going well, it's been a good day. Who knew he had so many bangers? I know, look at that! I, know, I think it must be sort of Christmas or times of national crisis, he, he really pops out <laughs> of the woodwork. <laughs> I guess he's like now a symbol of just national unity. Exactly. Coming out of Christmas, coming out of lockdown, that kind of thing. Exactly. So first up, we wanted to talk about the positive effects of lockdown that we're finding, maybe ourselves or just in general in the world. But I guess we wanted to address the fact that we are not entirely ignorant to the fact that people are suffering and it's actually a really horrible time for people right now. But we are finding some positives and we think it's important to look at that as well, right? Yeah, no, exactly. I think it's really important to take whatever positives we can out of it, um, as we're going to try and do. And as I think the aim of this podcast is really firstly to give us something to work on and to to do but also to try and share a bit of our positivity and our things that we're finding positive that other people are doing as well exactly Um, but yeah I think it's really important just to clarify obviously it's a really difficult situation and um yeah we're not we're not trying to make light of that or anything like that we're just trying to spread the love Yeah, exactly. And we are very lucky in the position that we are obviously having a roof over our head, having this, being able to chat, etc. And we just want to share a bit of that. Exactly. And hopefully bring some positives too. Yes. So on that note, what have you found, Mads, that's been a positive effect? Right. So more generally, I'm going to go with the general world that's maybe affecting everyone. And then I thought I'd talk about what's kind of affecting us or me in particular. Main thing, which I thought was... And I kind of came up, it's not really a conspiracy, but I was thinking about this as soon as we all went into lockdown, there were less people on the streets, was the environmental effects. Mm. Because obviously, um, like, Extinction Rebellion was just a huge thing before this happened. And I was saying to my brother, like, maybe this is just one big universe act to bring down all these issues we've been having with emissions, etc. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah, I I thought... I've put here almost as if the earth is sort of resetting itself and like... Exactly. Yeah. China's emissions fell by 25%, which... Really? Is huge, I think. Yeah, no, that's mad. Because I guess, I don't know, I mean, I think factories and things are obviously still producing food and stuff, but even like cars on the street. Exactly. There is less travel. Obviously, there's less, in, especially here, there's less, less tubes, less trains, less transport. Yeah. So it's all just going to help and... 
oh, I just think, yeah, that's that was like the one thing that I knew was going to come out of this. And random little fact, but again, environment, is that dolphin population has increased by 400%. Because 400? Of the reduc- yeah, because of the reduction in pollution. I mean, that's a positive to take away from it, isn't it? I love it, dolphin. I love dolphin. <laughs> Aren't I, they just best? Mainly my spirit animal actually is a dolphin, I think. <laughs> They just seem so, like, carefree. (laughs) They do. They do. They're, like, the only sea animal that I like. I don't like sea creatures Do you not like fish? No. They're a bit freaky, yeah. When you're in the water with creatures, it creeps me out. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, So just another thing about the environment. I've read that citizens in northern India can see the Himalayas for the first time from their windows because of the drop in air pollution. Um, That's insane. I was trying to think about what I could maybe see from my window if the same thing happened here, but I, I don't know, Ikea or something, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I saw a meme about... Um, Love it. Do you know the Crystal Palace Tower? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Looks like the Eiffel Tower. Um, and people were saying, oh my gosh, we can see the Eiffel Tower from London. Like, oh my lord. I think that's another thing that's come out of it, despite the awfulness of the situation, is the memes. Oh, for um, sure. But so many memes. Have you seen the, like, we are the disease meme? Um, no. It's like, they got pictures of, I think from horrible histories, of, like, the Romans in the Colosseum, and it's like, wow, Romans are returning to the Colosseum for the first time in however many years, or, like, they've got hand sanitizer on the shelves, and it's like, hand sanitizer returning to its natural habitat for the first time. In. <laughs> and it's just, like, it's just so silly. But I think that's oh what we God. do best, I think, is we oh, take it out sure. of the pit. <laughs> Well, that's, yeah, that's what I was saying to you the other day. Like, if if you don't laugh, we're going to cry. Exactly. And again, not making light of the serious things. Yeah. But I think people people have really taken that on board. Um, Obviously, the NHS clap is a positive. Oh, I I think that's great. We love it. Like, it's, and the fact that it's happening every week, which at first I was like, oh, really? But then. And everyone's getting behind it every week as well, which is brilliant. Something that made me laugh today was, um, did you see Ben Fogel's tweet? No, bless him. Again, I'm not active. (laughs) He's tried really hard. He said, it's the Queen's birthday next Tuesday. Let's throw her a surprise. At 9am, 21st of April, we're calling on the whole country to sing happy birthday from our windows and doorsteps. Let our song bring good cheer, not just to Her Majesty, but to the whole nation. Hashtag sing for the Queen. And it's just like, we all appreciate the idea, but (laughs) Ben, you knew what response that was going to (laughs) get. Like people are saying she's not going to give you a knighthood. And again, of course, appreciate the sentiment, but... (laughs) It's just, come on. That's so funny. Yeah, it's quite interesting. People going on the back of everything, like climbing on the backs and yeah. everything, trying to get their own little yeah. um, bit out of it. And but the, the funny thing about that as well was the meme you shared with me about Dua Lipa. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Dua Lipa released her album, and someone said. Um, Tonight at eight o'clock, can we go out and clap for Dua Lipa, which I would have fully supported. But people were people were saying, let's clap for Boris. Um, someone tweeted, let's clap for people with eczema. I think it's been, it's been a little bit um, taken out of proportion. But the main thing, the NHS clapping, I think is really, really good. I think um, it's so sweet. I thought the second time round, I was going to be the only one out there doing it, but everyone was there. And once one, one clap starts, everyone gets involved. No, exactly. Um, I've, I've seen people as well timing their runs for the clap, like... So when they get really? back from their run, people are clapping. <laughs> I went out for a run um, last Thursday at about 7.30 and came back, thank God, at about 5 to 8. But if I'd been running, I'd have had to stop. <laughs> That's the thing, I think. It would have been people... so embarrassing. But yeah, it's really, really good. Um, and I love watching the videos of it. No, exactly. Um, the one about the um, the man who raised 12 
is it 12 oh, million yeah. pounds yeah, for the yeah. NHS yeah. on his walk? What? Wow. I like, know, I know. I know, like, people do crazy things like that all the time, but I just, wow, the fact that all of this has inspired something so crazy. Because oh. he's about 100 years old or something, and he's he's done 100 laps of his um his 25-metre garden, <sighs> and he, yeah, but I think he raised, like, a million pounds in an hour yesterday. But the fact that he's already done so much for our country, and now he's... Even like on his yeah, birthday, no, exactly. he wants to do more. Bless it's him. just insane. So I thought that was There's so a campaign lovely. to knight him as well. Probably more likely than old Ben <gasps> oh. Fogel, but. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. I mean, he does deserve it a bit more, I think, anyway. Oh, what a cutie. We love that. Uh, I guess more stuff on just that's affecting us is the national free plays. I thought that was. Yeah, good, that's really, that they're really putting really good. up their plays on YouTube. Because also. Theatre is expensive, so maybe not just for us, but theatre is expensive, yeah. and the fact they're doing this means people can get more involved, and I guess people just appreciating the arts more is great. And they've they've put up, I saw yesterday, the National Theatre have put up for children in education, a special website with even more plays on it, so they've got really? things like... Oh, yes! Um, quite a few of the musicals that they've done, um, so that's really good as well, because I guess if you're home from school, there really is not much to do. Exactly, um, exactly, and it's just opening up that barrier to people that are less fortunate or wouldn't be able to access that stuff anyway. It means that they can take advantage of the situation as well as everyone else. No, you know? exactly, exactly. For sure, um, and <laughs> and everyone doing live concerts is so good. Yeah, so I've seen there's a, a radio presenter called Jack Saunders, and he does a he calls it quarantine karaoke every Sunday night. Um, oh the God. lineups are just amazing, and it's just you do feel like you're kind of part of something as well because the chat's going on Instagram and it's it's very makeshift. It's all very um, laggy, blurry as well, but it doesn't matter Aww. because everyone's sort of in it together. It's really, really nice. Yeah, I think that's another positive is that people are going to learn that perfection just and like being on, like just slowing down and relaxing a bit and not worrying about the like quality not being great because at least we have something, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. It's very, very true. James Blake did a really good one. Um, and obviously, well, well, Joseph Cook did his one. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, cute. And people are doing covers as well, which I really like. Yeah. Um. Did you see the Dua Lipa thing? She's putting out a, uh, like, asking for people to do covers of, I think it's Break My Heart, and they're going to put it all together in, like, one video. So they uh, okay. play instruments or sing and try oh, and wow. get it together for, like, a, co- a big cover of Break My Heart. I think they don't need my voice on that. Um. <laughs> That's exactly what I would Break thought. I was like, ears. oh, my God, maybe. <laughs> 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 oh no <laughs> I like that You're listening to Quarantine Coming up we discuss the pandemic of fake news that's sweeping the nation And we chat about what we've been doing to keep ourselves occupied So many of you would have heard the conspiracy that 5G is responsible for the coronavirus um, Maddie, have you You've heard that one, I presume. I have, I have indeed. Um, there's a video going around at the moment on Twitter, actually, where a woman berates workers laying 5G cables. Um, so a direct quote from this video is, you know when they switch this on, it's going to kill everyone, that's why they're building the hospitals. Which I just I just think it's completely ridiculous, as I do with most of these theories. Just If you even just listen to what you're saying, why would they be building hospitals if they're trying to kill everyone? It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Um, some conspiracy cover-up yeah no exactly <laughs> spend loads of money building hospitals just to trick you <laughs> yeah exactly and some of the some of the replies are quite funny um like she must be called karen or susan whatever sorry to anyone oh, listening called sure. karen or susan. Um, 
<laughs> but I think it, it has a much more serious impact, um, which we'll, we'll get onto in a minute. But I mean, me and you are quite into our conspiracy theories. Oh my um, God, we love it. We do. And they normally, what I find is they normally have some sort of scientific basis um, or reason why they exist. But what's confusing about this one is that there's actually no scientific basis at all. There were a few theories. Um, so 300 birds died in The Hague in 2019. Um and they thought that might be connected to 5G, but then they found out there was no 5G testing going on at the time. Um, it's just amazing. Yeah, there's even a strange theory about warnings being printed on the new £20 note, which is another thing I just find completely <laughs> astonishing. If they're trying to kill us, they're not going to tell us that that's what they're trying to do. It just <laughs> it just does not make sense. What kind of warnings do you know or no? Um, so they, there's a picture of some sort of tower on the £20 note, and they think that that's... <laughs> a 5g tower and it's all a big <laughs> but it's just it's just so silly i think these people must just be so bored yeah for sure and just trying to find a negative in anything i guess no exactly exactly and it's got to the extent where michael goves actually had to address the rumors officially um have a listen to what he had to say last saturday i think it was on the point about the 5g masks uh, thank you again for mentioning it. um the story somehow have got about that uh, uh, they play a role in the in the spread of the disease uh, that's just nonsense dangerous nonsense as well. Um, and I'm hand over to uh, Steve to say a little bit more about uh, the vital importance of uh, knocking down this rubbish. Yes. Uh, so the 5G story is complete and utter rubbish. It's nonsense. It's the worst kind of fake news. The reality is that the mobile phone networks are absolutely critical to all of us, particularly in a time when we are asking people to stay at home uh, and to um, not see uh, relatives and friends. Uh, but in particular, those are also the phone networks that are used by our emergency services and our health workers. And yes, I think maybe there is an issue with workers laying wires at the moment. They probably shouldn't be out if it's, is it considered essential work? I don't know, yeah. maybe not. But that's not probably. what people seem to be focusing on at all. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Don't worry about the workers. They no, get exactly. Them. It's, just, it's, um, yeah. it's just a bit silly. Um, See, what do you think about him actually addressing it? Because... On, yeah, obviously, maybe they do have to address it. But on the other part, does that just accept it as a rational idea? Yeah, I mean, I think he was pretty he was pretty blatant in his shutting down of it, which I think is yeah. good. Um, I think the reason why, actually, was because apparently over the Easter weekend, there were 20 suspected attacks on phone masts in the UK. So it oh is having a... God. Aside from videos on Twitter things, it is having a real effect. Um, and ironically, <laughs> not funny, ironic just really sad ironically one of the sites um that they attacked serves the new nightingale hospital in birmingham so people oh that my God. people that are in there might not be able to phone or video call their loved oh, ones because God of that it. and it's just yeah i'm yeah. gonna go ahead and say that um attacking a phone tower is not an essential outing exactly no, exactly <laughs> <laughs> Unless they did it on their jog, in which case, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. just midway, it got in the way of that. Yeah, yeah. maybe <laughs> <laughs> that, that's totally acceptable then. <laughs> but um, MP Matt Warman, who's the Minister for Digital Infrastructure, said that telecoms networks are more important now than ever, which is completely true. They are exactly. Um, oh, yeah, something just quickly. Um, it's like YouTubers are getting hotlines now. What What is that about? Do you know anything about that? I don't know anything about that. So what? So you can call them? Yeah, well, yeah, and text them because I was watching a James Charles video yesterday. Classic. You do, as I always am. And uh, it's funny, now I watch YouTube with way more focus because it's not just my background. I'm actually yeah. interested. Yeah. And he at the end said, if you have any ideas or 
something you can text and then there was a number and also Tanamojo, another one of my youtube gods <laughs> also put up a hotline i was just, yeah confused surely they're just gonna get so many prank calls though yeah i don't i don't know what that's about i should have had a look into it but yeah that's interesting anyway back to yeah maybe that's because all this stuff's getting attacked and they can't use it <laughs> i have to go back to um <laughs> but yeah he said so matt woman also said attacking people main maintaining the the towers is as irresponsible and idiotic as the conspiracy theories linking 5G to coronavirus, which, like, again, I completely agree with. Which mm. makes me really wonder. I'm, I mean, a lot of you will have seen that the Eamon Holmes clip from Mondays this morning. Um, have a listen if you haven't. I totally agree with everything yeah. you're saying, but what I don't accept is mainstream media immediately slapping that down as not true when they don't know. It's not true. No one should attack or damage or do anything like that, but it's very easy to say it is not true because it suits the state narrative. That's all I would say as someone with an inquiring mind. So, yeah, he's basically, he's basically giving clout to this argument, which has just been completely disproven on national television. Oh, it is... I think it's probably quite easy, especially in this kind of time, to think that whatever you say is not um, going to have an effect. And But no, really, exactly. when you're in that kind of... And so many people are obviously going to be watching now, you just need to be so careful. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he very quickly backtracked and apologised, um, but he's now being investigated by Ofcom, so it's all got a little bit... Oh, my God. Serious. And I don't wish anything bad on Eamon Holmes. I don't think he should be fired. I just think it was a very silly thing to say. Yeah, um, agreed. Do you think that this has all come from, though, just the issues with um, bringing in 5G anyway? Um, you remember before it was actually allowed? Yeah, yeah. Um, Potentially. Think... I think there has to be some sort of basis, doesn't there? It just seems it just seems really silly. Because normally I'm, we are all for a conspiracy, and I'm so gullible yeah. with that kind of thing. As long yeah, as it has yeah. some thread of plausibility, um, then I'm down. I'm, I'm here for it. But it's just... Maybe it's just that people are so bored. Honestly, they're just creating. I mean, maybe we should make yeah. a book of all the the rubbish <laughs> people are coming yeah. up with. Like yeah, a... I think it, it will be interesting to look back on as well, the, the absolute shit that people are making up, just like... Correlation does not equal causation. <laughs> exactly. But the thing is here, there's not even any correlation. No. <laughs> it's literally... It's just... I saw something about, though, like every time a uh, new, like, 4G is released or 3G, something happens. But it's like... It could be like every time I, I don't know, get out of bed in the morning, 10 seals die or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, exactly. If something happens every year. You can't link them exactly. together. Exactly. Like, oh, it's so frustrating. Sorry, no offence to seals there. I love seals. No, seals and dolphins, I think we've we've discovered on the, <laughs> on the show today. We are big, big fans, fans of. Big fans. You're listening to Quarantine and we'd love to hear from you. You can tweet us at quarantine. Email us using quarantine.outlook.com. Or even send us a voice note using the Anchor Podcast app. How futuristic. And speaking of sort of fake news misinformation um, that might have been spread during the pandemic, we wanted to talk as well about the other pandemic that we're all facing. And Maddie, please say that you face this too, because it's really annoying me now. Um, the sort <laughs> of the spread of just complete and utter bollocks on WhatsApp. And it's oh, all. Yeah. It all seems to be on WhatsApp, which is really strange. Oh, for sure. But my mum is because it's definitely like an older generation app to use. Because I only have I WhatsApp so. with my family and my work group. And my mum loves a fake news article. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I get them all year round. 
screw <laughs> pandemic. I'm getting them all the time. But oh my God, have they gone up since pandemic has happened? I just really want to know where they've come from. I remember I was coming back from uni and there was a picture of, there's an army cadet base in Clapham Junction. And there were all these, like, they looked about 12, these sort of cadet soldiers. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, the army's in Clapham Junction. They're, they're telling people to get inside. <laughs> it's like, who starts this? Mm. What are you trying to achieve? I know. It's so, and it's, it's just, yeah, it's just destructive. And it's, but is it, why, what clout could you possibly be getting from I know, because it's completely anonymous. I think, again, people are just bored. There are certain types yeah. of people that would do things like this just out of yeah. boredom. It's amazing. Bored and scared. I got one, and I'm not actually sure this is fake news, but I was like, mm, I, th- I think. <laughs> it's the um, coronavirus door-to-door scam alert. Have you seen that? Oh, no, but I have heard that there have been some people who are, like, taking advantage of people. But I think, again, it's probably been blown out of proportion. But no. See, is Carry is that on. real though? Because I was curious because some fake news things are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the testing me as well. Um, but people are posing as officials and pretending to test for the virus, but it's criminals. Is that real? That can't be. See, real. that's just awful. Mm. But then again, See? is it real? And again, what clout do you get out of spreading that if it's not real or making exactly. that up? I really don't understand. Honestly, my mum's getting a bit more savvy with it though. Like the um the military thing she was yeah. like oh no, no no I heard that was not real I know someone that lives in Clapham and that was not real see that's the other <laughs> thing everyone I find it really really funny because everyone now has and I've I completely admit I've done this too yeah. everyone knows you know the mayor of London's press officer or everyone knows someone who's <laughs> high up in the government and it's just it's like you can't tell anyone but I've heard this and it's just so silly I just think if, if there was something that we needed to know we would have been told it's that constant though isn't it any anything that happens it's like we just want to relate like especially this um uh, unrelated but the whole Kobe Bryant thing people were getting angry about people like that because everyone just wanted to be related yeah, to everything yeah. and jump on anything it is funny though I do it's quite entertaining yeah. it's like when there's a I, I don't know a tsunami or something and people say oh my gosh I was there last year um, oh, I can God. really relate to it and it's just like I cannot stand that I yeah. understand it's a whole like human function but oh my god i just <laughs> yeah but I, again i completely admit that i do it too and i have i've, I've done it with this yeah um, for sure. my we, we told my mum off the other day because she shared a clip from what was supposed i don't know if you've heard it from like an ambulance worker um who was saying that every ice rink in the country was going to be used as a morgue and it's just like wait i heard that was true oh really see yeah, I, I mean we, we sort of me and my little brother sort of took it apart one point at a time I mean, that's um, just dreadful. That makes me, oh, that gives yeah. me chills. And I think with that, it's just panic. And it's like, she obviously really wants people to stay inside. But yeah. I think that sort of thing is what led to the, all the panic buying and stuff like that. So whilst it maybe has a good intention behind it, it's it's really not good. Yeah, like, because that makes my skin cool. That's not nice at all. No, exactly. But WhatsApp have actually, I don't know if you've seen WhatsApp have actually responded to this. Um, oh, really? So if a message has now been forwarded too many times, it can only be shared to one person at a time. And you can actually see on, because I've been looking at all the things that have been sent on the family group chat, you know, um, mm. and there's a there's like three ticks at the top of it. It's been sent from multiple people. So you can see if it's not desperately reliable, which is uh, good. I think it's really good of them to step up. That is good because, did you, did you have BBM? No, I had it for about I had it on my iPhone for about a minute and then I deleted it. <laughs> God, when it came out on iPhone, that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> Apple trying to take away everything. Yeah, no, but exactly. When I had BBM and I was quite young and vulnerable, I used to get really bad chain mail, like yeah, really awful that would 
I would, because I'm quite a suspicious person anyway, yeah. I would have to send on or I'd feel dreadful. Like, I'd be terrified. And finally someone showed me how to block yeah, <laughs> messages yeah. or whatever because I didn't know how, but... Thank God WhatsApp are doing something because, oh my I God, know. little 13 year old Maddie was bloody traumatised by not sending this on to seven people. You're going to die or someone, I'm going to come <laughs> and visit you in your room. And it's like, but that's kind of come back in a more positive way in terms of like all the Instagram challenges. It's like you must nominate okay. five people and spread it yeah. around. Um, I like that. I, I got a really weird message the other day from my friend Rihanna. And I, I think I sent it to you. It was like a picture of a truck made out of like emojis. And it was like, you've just been hit by the sexy truck. Oh. This means you're really sexy. <laughs> Forward it on to 10 people. And if you get it back, it means you're really, really sexy. And it's just, it's like, who has the time to make this? And who is, who is forwarding it on to people? I really don't understand. <laughs> but you know what? Did I feel more sexy after you sent me that message? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Did I get the sexy truck back? Maybe I did. <laughs> so I used to get like all the um, pop up for rate, like pop up for a uh, rate. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and that seems to be slowly edging its horrible head back yeah. in. I think people are quite people are quite nice now though about it. If, if you did it, it would probably be like something quite sweet. I think we've all grown up. Yeah. A bit. I do worry a bit about like eleven year olds doing it again in the way that we did it. Yeah, um, no, and just being sure. really nasty to each other. There's an app called, is it Ubo? I don't, I'm not sure what it's called. And you can send really honest messages to people. But again, it's completely anonymous. And one of these apps pops up every few years. Oh, um, no, it's going to be like another Ask FM. Yeah, and people, and I'm just, I'm not getting involved with that. I just, that caused me a lot of, we're not going to go into that. No. <laughs> I've got a lot of undiscussed trauma yeah. with Ask FM, which, you know, <laughs> some people listening may know what I'm talking about, but, you know, let's, let's not. That yeah. could be a whole other podcast. <laughs> no, exactly. A whole other therapy podcast, maybe. <laughs> but I think it is really funny that all this stuff is, is gradually making its way back in, like the, right. I had to down a pint yesterday or the other day oh, um we love it and i had to i had to do a 5k if i had to do keepy up is a toilet roll oh my god all yeah these weird instagram challenges <laughs> the downing the pint thing i found unfair because i haven't obviously i'm not a uni yet so i'm just not up yeah, to you're your awful level. At that. I was, but you didn't thing is everyone thought that take was bad you didn't see the two <laughs> other takes before that were me either just choking on it or me literally just spitting it out and it just coming down my shirt oh my god it was horrendous and I had to leave I was in a rush I was like I need to go I'm, I'm going out I was like quickly it was like 11am I was like quickly I need oh to open god. a beer and just chug it and it failed so I just chugged half a beer at 11am for no reason why not There's no, time is not a concept it's anymore true. but I think it's your so attempt true. was slower than my 5k <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I don't but, know, Val. You're pretty slow. I know. I am. Twenty-seven minutes it took me to do five k, which is awful. People doing it like twenty-two. But you know what? That's really good. It's not ideal. Did I stop halfway through? Maybe. But yeah, people. Are, I've I've seen people are um just coming back to the sort of fake news thing. People are make people are starting as they do to make fun of it. Um, did you see the voice note by? A guy called Billy McLean who said they're basically turning Wembley Stadium into a massive lasagna oven. Oh my god, I love that <laughs> so much. If you haven't heard it, which you definitely will have done, we can pop a clip in here. Also, just so you know, um, my sister, her boyfriend's um, brother, works for the Ministry of Defence, and one of the things that they're doing to prepare, and this won't affect London, this will be everywhere. They're basically worried that people are going to get stuck indoors without any food. 
So one of the things that they're doing is they're actually working on making a massive lasagna. Um, so they're actually, at the moment, as we speak, they're building like the massive lasagna sheets um, and they're just going to start making the layers um, today. Uh, and then hopefully, like, obviously put the put the bolognese on and then put the sheets on top. But they're having to make the special sheets, obviously, because they've not got one big enough because they're making lasagna the size of Wembley Stadium. So how they're doing it is they're actually putting the, the underground heating at Wembley. That's going to, like, bake the lasagna and then they're going to put the roof across. So it's like a recreate an oven. Um, and then what they're going to do is they're going to, like, carry that. Um, they've got loads of drones and they're going to, like, lift it up with the drones and they're going to, like like cut off little portions and like drop them into people's houses um just so to make sure everyone's eating still and no one dies which is obviously quite sensible but yeah i think i'm looking forward to that because i do quite like lasagna as well so fair play to them but what makes me laugh about that is that the fa had to release a statement saying that it wasn't true (laughs) see this is the thing that i find hilarious that social media is so active and so influential now that officials are responding yeah. to it like yeah. what the hell like, of course they're not making a massive lasagna do you know what i mean like, but people, <laughs> i'm sure people must have believed it i loved it i thought it was oh, it's probably one of my like funniest bits yeah. from coronavirus yeah but the, like, again it's just i think it's just british people especially do have a way of when something is just really rubbish just trying to sort of take the piss out of it a little bit which yeah, i think is, is yeah. really good um and it's that I think it was the same in the war and stuff and it's just not comparing this to the war at all but yeah (laughs) (laughs) so anyway as much fake news as I'm getting on WhatsApp I'm also getting ridiculous um coronavirus slash isolation memes from my my work group chat and my mum and I'm quite I've quite frankly had enough (laughs) the only way I can describe it is like minion do you know like minion memes from your (laughs) it is just that but like (laughs) but it's like they're always associated with the same things. Whereas on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, the memes are funny. And like we were saying, they are. Yeah. You get some really good memes, TikTok or whatever. But the ones from adults are either... So from my work group, it's normally um, my manager. No shade to my manager here. But sharing something about marriage or women and how it's hard <laughs> being in the home with women. And then from my mum, it's all like the stuff like the post-quarantine look where it's like someone really, really fat or like, you know... Like just like it is funny, but did you need to share it? I'm just looking through my family chat now. Um, mm. it, this is actually ran out of toilet paper and now using lettuce leaves. Today was just the tip of the iceberg. Tomorrow remains to be seen, and it's just like they are oh funny. Oh but... my god, that's <laughs> terrible. See, that's that's relatively amusing. That's like a dad joke. This yeah. one, this one from my so some of the ones from my. Um, work group chat uh says that after isolation there are two women talking and one says where's your husband the other says in the garden (laughs) the woman says i didn't see him she responds you need to dig a little (laughs) just like oh god and another one related to that um well maybe this is fake news slash a meme but it's for only three thousand five hundred pounds we come to your house dressed as coronavirus rescue team we take you to your girlfriend's place for 14 days quarantine and bring back home afterwards <laughs> like i probably take hell? that to be honest at this point <laughs> <laughs> from me it's a bargain <laughs> so um another another this is my biggest hatred, and that's why I thought I needed to put all three because I'm—they're just the same theme. <laughs> so this one is: the UK chief medical officer encourages all to avoid hugs, kisses, and all signs of affection. 
married couples should just continue as usual. Just oh. like, oh, how please. funny! <laughs> no, it's just. I mean, anyway, you can keep amused, fine, but you don't have to share it with me. You're listening to Quarantine. Coming up on the rest of the show, we discuss what's made us smile this week. Okay, so each week we want to talk about what we're doing to keep ourselves occupied and stay sane, whether that's film, a Netflix series, even reading if we're feeling even intellectual. Even reading if we're very, very bored. <laughs> that bored. <laughs> or just any TV things that we're doing. But also maybe we wanted to hear if people are listening, what they're doing as well. And yeah. That we can get our hands into as well. Because I'm always down for recommendations. Oh yeah, for sure. New podcast so, as well. I'd love to hear because I'm 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 sort of all out of podcasts at the moment. Um, I know we were talking <laughs> about this the other day, me and Maddie, like what we could still listen to. Um, perhaps we could do a little section in the, one of the coming weeks on podcasts. Yeah, definitely. That's a good idea. Um, but we have together been watching a show. We've just finished the first series um, on Netflix Party, which, by the way, is an incredible invention. Oh my god! So if you if you don't know what it is, it's um. You, it's a browser extension for Google Chrome, I think, where you can watch Netflix, but you watch it with other people, I think as many as you want, and it has a live chat, and it also plays the show at exactly the same time. So when you're talking about it, you're reacting. So if someone shoots someone in the head, you see the chat immediately goes like, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> but did did you ever do the thing where it's like when you were younger, like try so hard to both press play yeah. at the same time so you're on the phone and be like okay ready one two three play yeah. <laughs> it would always be lagging and you're not even chatting about it then but this is so good as well because i think if you're watching it on something like facetime there's a constant pressure just to be constantly like reacting to it whereas yeah this is like sometimes it will go quiet for five minutes if we're both just really enjoying it um yeah or if i get it's distracted honest- <laughs> <laughs> or if you get distracted yeah, I find myself playing Candy Crush sometimes while yeah, watching Netflix, yeah. which is awful. But it's, it's made my childhood dreams come true. It's yeah. what I've always wanted. It's like my niche in the market. I should have just no, exactly, invented exactly. it. So good. But we've been watching a show called Dead to Me. Maddie, do you want to explain the premise? I love it. I love Dead to Me. So it's about, it starts off with um, a woman whose husband is hit by a car. Yeah. And she's going kind of crazy about that and trying to find out more details um she's always like the police and trying to get trying to get the case solved because no one's ever been found um it was a hit and run basically and then this other woman what's her name again uh judy judy is the other one yeah and she i've just looked them up actually she has played if you're interested by linda cardellini um who i really like i really like her Oh my god, she's amazing. But who is Christina Applegate? She is Jen. Oh, Jen. That's so it's it, yeah. Jen and Judy is the, the main couple. I'm not explaining this very well, but Jen no, is you also are, you husband. Are. <laughs> Jen is also the husband to a hit and run. And then Judy comes into her life um, at a, uh, a grief meeting, right? Yeah. Do they, do they actually exist, those sort of things? That was a question I had. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, they meet at one of those. And Judy kind of worms her way into Jen's life more and more. And they become really good friends. And I don't want to give too much away. No, quite a lot gives itself away in the first episode. Yeah, like the crazy things happen every episode. Yeah. And you think, can this get any more crazy? And it's like, oh, yeah, it just did. It. <laughs> we're both like, oh, my God, OK, this is the craziest yeah. bit. And then we're always proved wrong. If you look at the chat, it is just, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> It's one of those ones that, like, it could be really horrendous, but it's just 
really good. Yeah, I was saying the other day to you, I don't know if you agree, You, it's one of those things where you know that it's not real and they're not trying to make it real. Yeah. It's, it's really realistic, but you can almost laugh at it in a way, even when yeah. someone gets shot in the head, because it's just, maybe that happens, maybe it doesn't, <laughs> who knows. Um, but did you know, so um, Liz Feldman, who's the creator of Dead to Me, pitched the idea a week after turning 40, her cousin dying on her birthday, and then also learning two of her best friends were pregnant whilst she was struggling oh to conceive. God. And that really relates to the story, actually. You can see why. Exactly. I didn't know that, but yeah. Exactly. Struggling to conceive is quite a big yeah. theme in it. And you know the um, the mastectomy um, theme that yeah, yeah. Jen experiences? That's that's real. Um, Christina Applegate went through a real life oh, recovery really? of breast cancer. Yeah. So, and they just thought it's not shown enough in TV, so they added it in. I've never seen anything like that in TV before, apart from, who was it? Angelina Jolie, didn't she? She had a... Don't mm. mistake me, but yeah, I've never seen anything. I've never seen that in like portrayed it's, in that. Or it's, it'll be in like a crime. Oh, it'll be sorry, not crime, but it'll be in like a health, like yeah, um, casualty or something. But it's good to normalize it for sure. It's good because they don't really talk about it in any negative way or anything. It's just kind yeah. of sad at the start, and that's it. Yeah, mm. no, it's really interesting. But did you know Christine Applegate and Linda Cardellini didn't know each other before filming, like at all? Oh, really? Which is kind of nuts because I thought they they're so good together. They've got such a good chemistry, and like. I can't, I, again, it's one of those things where so much happens that you can't really talk about it without giving something away. <laughs> That's the thing I felt like I was just not giving anything away, but you can't. Yeah, you can give the, I, the thing is, I kept saying this to you, I thought it was, if anyone's seen Grace and Frankie, which is probably one of our favourite TV shows, <laughs> I thought it was going to be really cutesy like that, and like, oh, she finds <laughs> this friend at the grief support group and we go on a trips together and stuff. It's not, it is, like, it's really dark, um, but it was really, really good. But we, we started watching it at a really good time as well because the second season comes out. Why am I saying season? That's awful. Series comes out on... Um, What's the difference between season and series? It's just very American, isn't it? Se- season. Oh, I thought Oh, I thought there was an actual... <laughs> no, I'm joking. The next um, season comes out on the 8th of May, I think. So we've got just enough time to wait to really get ourselves excited and then it drops. I'm so, I can't even tell you. It's, they left it on a cliffhanger, of course. And I yeah, like, as they always do. Have you been reading anything? Um, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm meant to be reading. I started The Second Sex by Simone de Beauvoir. How about you, though? I, shamedly, I study English, and this is probably the first book I've read for pleasure in a very long time. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say, English student, you need to come through here. I know. I read a book by David Nichols. It's very old, called The Understudy. But I really, I, it was one of those books that I really, I really wanted to read. Sometimes you read them and you're counting the pages, like, let's just get through this. But I, re- I really enjoyed it. I've got a little, um, I've got the blurb, if, if that's of interest. Yes, um, give it to us. So, for Josh Harper, being in show business means everything he ever wanted. Money, fame, a beautiful wife, and a lead role on the London stage. For Stephen C. McQueen, it means a disastrous career playing passers-by and dead people. Stephen's stuck with an unfortunate name, a hopeless agent, a daughter he barely knows, and a job as understudy to Josh Harper, the 12th sexiest man in the world. And when Stephen falls in love with Josh's clever, funny wife, Nora, things get even more difficult. But might there yet be a way for Stephen to get his big break? And it was just, that sums it up really, really well. Um, mm. It's really funny. Um, I've never read David Nichols before. Um, obviously, he did One Day, which is huge. And everyone's saying, oh, you have to read that. So I'm going to read that next. But yeah, really, really enjoyed that. And really would recommend, even though it's quite old. 
I, I really want to read that. That's something I'd be interested in as well. And But I am, like, I'm trying to get back into reading. I've set myself a goal today to yeah. read some more and stop watching Netflix. Yeah. The second sex is actually, it is really interesting in finding out. It's all the whole first chapter I was just reading was about the biological reasons why maybe men have been superior to women so far. Yeah. Um, or think they are we should add not that they yeah, actually yeah, are think they are not that obviously um <laughs> but why they've been favored is what i'm sorry yeah. is what i meant by yeah, that yeah, um, yeah. in the world and it is so fascinating but it's more just that that's how men have taken it not that it's actually real and like yeah. there's all this uh like looking at brain mass and it's oh it's it's really interesting but wow it's a hefty hefty I read know. i think academic books are always a bit like that as well it's just like yeah. Sometimes you want a really good story, I think. And also, I think I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I think net, the good thing about Netflix is it is, and any sort of TV, is it's just passive. You can just sit there and you can take it in. And that's why it's so appealing, I think, and so much easier to watch Netflix than it is to read a book, even if it's like a really easy book. Yeah, I just watch too much Netflix anyway, though. I feel like this quarantine oh, season hasn't even. I think I've, I've nearly finished like YouTube and Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I just made my like you know you can have your watch lists on all these oh, yeah, apps now. Yeah. I've obviously I've got I've got Sky and I've got Amazon Prime and I've got Netflix and I've just made all my watch lists on all of them. Um, but most of them consist of films I've already watched and I just love so much that I would happily watch again. Yeah, that's the thing. There's so much on Netflix, but I I decided to rewatch Orange Is the New Black, which I've seen all of. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's something about it being familiar. Sometimes you don't pay attention enough the first time. Exactly, and I do again with Netflix have it on in the background while I'm doing something else. So it's nice to have something you know, and it doesn't matter if you miss a few minutes like the thing we started watching yesterday ozark i got yeah. distracted by my easter egg because i was opening it and <laughs> by the time i'd come back six people had died and there was a baby and I, it was all just um see that's the issue i focus quite a lot when i watch as long when i'm not with people if i'm with someone i will just bother them yeah not pay attention to what i'm watching but on my own wow i'm just obsessed and that's the good thing about netflix party as well is you have to kind of you have to keep sort of commenting on it every five minutes so they know you're still there so it's like <laughs> you, have, you do have to concentrate a little bit yeah, no, it's so true. But we've also been watching um, the National Theatre's productions. I think we spoke about this briefly yes, earlier. Yes. Um, so I've actually just remembered that I've missed Jane Eyre this week. I haven't seen it. And that goes off this evening. Um, but last week we watched One Man, Two Governors with James Corden. What did you think yes. of that? I had absolutely no expectations. Someone had told me they really didn't like it, didn't find it funny. But... You know what? That kind of silly comedy in this sort of time was exactly what I needed. I was yeah, no, like exactly. laughing out loud on my sofa. I was yeah. really impressed, actually. And I'm not a big fan of James Corden um, for various reasons. Nothing, nothing serious. But I thought he was absolutely oh, wow. fantastic. Credit where credit's due. He was really, really good. Mm, it's funny. He's actually really nice about you. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think just coming back to the whole the whole thing of it, I think it's really. It's amazing what they're doing, really. And we've, we've spoken about yeah. this, as I said before. So tonight is Treasure Island, is it? Yeah. With Patsy Ferrin, which I really... I went actually went to see that. Um, that's really, really good. If you've got kids, yeah. that's a really, really good thing to watch. And then the week after, I'm so excited. It's Twelfth Night with Tams and Greg, which was one of the best things oh, I've ever yes. seen. Um, and it's just fantastic. Really, really good. But the audience participation in... Well, Man, Two Governors was so Wasn't funny. it? Yeah, it was so, oh, so good. Oh, my God. I don't want to spoil it in case it comes back on again, but there was one moment which you'll definitely know and it trended on Twitter when it came out. Probably the best piece of acting I've seen. Oh, yes. Yeah, and you'll, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. What was her name? Yeah. Christine... Christine... Something. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, my God, brilliant. Yeah, really, really good. 
We are also listening to quite a lot of music at the moment, as we always do. Um, and we thought that each week we would give you a track that we're really enjoying from the current moment and a track that we have rediscovered during lockdown. Um, Mads, have you got yours? I have indeed. I actually prepared <laughs> for once in my life. Um, for my first one, which is what I'm going back to, um, is Lauren Hill's Can't Take My Eyes Off Of You. I need you, baby. If it's quite alright, I need you, baby. To and um, I just, like, to be fair, the whole album Miseducation of Lauren Hill is just amazing um but particularly that song I've been playing non-stop and screaming at the top of my lungs which I'm sure my neighbours love it's obviously um <laughs> obviously her take but I just oh the whole album any of those X Factor any of those are just so good um so I can't but particularly that song I love that song yeah anyway, it's, a, so it's a tune her voice is just amazing and then my new track is Again, probably one you don't know, which is annoying of me, but <laughs> I had to put it on. Is actually someone I used to go to primary school with. I've told you about oh, this. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. His song "Easy to Love," which is relatively new, and it's it's so good. It's so relatable. <laughs> um, it's it's really good. He's doing really well. He's. I remember when we were actually quite young, he would post things on SoundCloud and tell us to have a listen. And now he's just doing so well. So definitely go listen to Oscar Lang. I And I should say, we'll put all the links and everything, everything we've been talking about, the books, the TV shows, we'll put that all in the description. So if you want to find it, oh, you can. Um, and the lovely. music as well. Um, interesting. A couple of things that I haven't heard, but I will definitely have a listen to. My two, I'm sure you will have heard. My uh, rediscovered track came up on my Spotify a couple of months ago, and I haven't stopped listening to it since, is a song by Freddie Mercury called Love Me Like There's No Tomorrow. I just, I just love it. We stand pretty Mercury. We do, we do. And my current track is from Dua Lipa's recently released album, Future Nostalgia. And it is Break My Heart, which is one of my favourite tracks off the album. I think if there ever was a reason to go out and clap for Dua Lipa, that song might be it. <laughs> Just that one. <laughs> I was just saying, like, to come back with a second album was really impressive for it to be so good. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, because, well, my slight gripe is that she released her first album about 100 times under different names. Um, <laughs> however, yes, her second album yeah. is worth, worth the wait, definitely. <laughs> so true, isn't it? Why does she do that? It's called Money Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> she really took her time bringing it out, and I think, you know what? It paid off. You can definitely tell there was a lot of time put into that. Yeah, Rihanna, on the other hand, is taking her time, but... I guess it is quite difficult, though, to release an album at the moment because you can't get into the studio mm. or anything. Um, I guess it hasn't been recorded yet. Well, she's been promising us this for a long time. <laughs> when it comes out, I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> so as we said at the start, if you have any books, music tracks, films, TV shows, theatre productions even, that you think we should be listening to or watching or reading, please, please let us know. We both love a recommendation. Um, you can even send us a voice note on the Anchor Podcast app 
which we'll be able to play out in the show next week. Oh my god, look at that. <laughs> One thing I will do because I'm movie obsessed is suggest a movie to everyone. It's called The Disaster Artist, James Franco. Okay. Oh my god. One of the funniest films I've seen in a long time and it's about this film called The Room that was just extortionately... Um, um, basically he spent loads of money on it and it got nothing. And it was, it's about that and it's so... Oh my god, it's amazing. Amazing film. Is that the film that Oh Hi Mark is from, that clip? I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh Hi Mark. Yes! Okay. Oh Hi Mark. Because I've seen that, yeah. <laughs> I now don't talk to anyone without saying, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I love it so much. It's just so... That moment is so funny. I'll give it a watch. And that's on Netflix. Uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime. So, Fel, tell me something that made you smile this week. So, I've been really excited for this. I put this... It's not fake news, but I put it on the family group chat. Probably the first thing that wasn't <laughs> fake news on that chat. It's a video of a mum and dad in Scotland, and they've got two little boys, which are just the sweetest things in the world. And they, the boys really wanted to go out and have a meal. So they've set up their restaurant of mummy and daddy. And the mum is like a waitress, and she, um, she invites them in, and they're all dressed up. Hello, good evening. Welcome to mummy and daddy's restaurant. Have you got a table booked this evening? What's the name? Nicole. Nicole. Check. There we go. Evan and Lucas? Yes. Table for two? Yes. Okay. Would you like to follow me to your table? Oh my god. And the little boys are in shirts. Yes, my name's Mummy and I'll be your waitress for tonight. And you're in for a real treat tonight because you have the head chef who is daddy. He'll be oh my you. god, the chef's hat is too much. <laughs> the dad's wearing a chef hat. There we go, the bill. And I'm just going to take that and rip it up because dinner is on mum and dad tonight, so you don't need to pay a penny. Thank you. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, again, I'll put the link in um, the notes, um, but it is just so sweet and it just, oh, it made my day. So I've seen, I've seen like a little bit of other families doing something similar, but no way it's going to say I know. People, I've seen people who've done like club nights and they've had like their dad as the bouncer on the door. <laughs> oh yeah, I did see that. So mine is definitely less sweet than yours, but it did make me smile. So someone tweeted, what word do you think would make a pretty baby name if it didn't mean what it meant? <laughs> her, her reply was, I'm going with omelette. Omelette is a baby name? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it does work. <laughs> it's the E-T-T-E, isn't it? Yeah, it's very French. <laughs> <laughs> So I then obviously started thinking my own, and I think my favourite one I've come up with is loofah. You know, like a bath loofah. <laughs> I'm sure there is someone in the world called loofah. <laughs> I should hope not. <laughs> but it's something to do with that AH, it's pretty. I don't know, do you want to come up with I'm trying to think one? of one. Um, spatula? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that could be quite good. That's quite good, I quite like that. It's the A's, it's the E-C-T-E's, yeah. the A-H's. If any of you guys have any suggestions, please do let us know. 
Well, I guess that's that then. Yay, we did it. Thank you so much for listening to us ramble on for an hour. If you want to hear more, we'll hopefully be releasing another episode very soon. And if you want to get in touch, we'd love to hear from you. Those contact details again, if you will, please, Mads. On Twitter, you can find us at Quarantine. You can email us using quarantine at outlook.com. Or you can even send us a voice note using the Anchor podcast app and we'll play it out in the next episode. Until next time then, I'll sign off as everyone has been signing off their emails recently. Stay safe and stay sane. Bye.